Blog Talk Radio. He delivers thought-provoking discussions, follows current events and news, and is all relevant to the African-American community. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Hutchmo Blank Forum. Nobody's questioning whether race is still in the forefront. 
some of the preachers that were talking all over TV about being beyond race ended up having to slip into Jesus sideways themselves. <laughs> because that's what movements do. Movements yeah. make you have to adjust. And when you have a movement, the whole thing has to readjust around that. Because people don't want to hear about your new Mercedes when their kids get locked up. People not impressed with your private jet if you ain't landed nowhere. And that is what we've been able to do this year, but it began last year. And I think that that is why we've got to keep destruction going. Just like now, Martin and, 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 and uh, Charles Steele and, and many of us announced yesterday, we're going to Washington November 16th. Because you can't stop at Jesus. The fight has been, and we laid it out at the first social justice conference at Friendship West in Dallas. This is a fight that started since this nation started. A, not only with chattel slavery, but whether or not this country was going to be controlled by the states or by a centralized government. That's what the Civil War was all about. And what we're looking at is states' rights versus a federal government. Louisiana said we're handling in our state. We don't have a hate crime for hanging nooses for juveniles. We're saying the federal government, but you've got to protect federal law. We're saying Florida saying, well, the boot camp thing, that's a Florida thing. Georgia said, well, Janalo Wilson, that's a Georgia thing. That's states' rights. And many of us that are in the pulpit don't understand we are not fighting conservatives. We're fighting confederates. These people are committed to a confederate form of government. And every time blacks allowed them to slip back into states' rights, that's how they kept slavery under states' rights. That's how they kept segregation under states' rights. The only thing that protects us is a centralized federal government that's held accountable. That's why we've got to take the fight to Washington. I just tell Freddie Hayes, people say to me, why haven't the federal government done anything? The question is why we haven't demanded they do something. Well, did y'all think they were going to wake up one morning and volunteer to help? When have we gone to the Justice Department in mass? But if we sit around waiting on them to break in the news and say, we've decided we're going to be nice to Negroes today, that ain't never happened. So based on what pressure is the Justice Department going to respond? And if we haven't put the pressure there, that's what the 16th is about. Come on in. Welcome this morning, Judge Greg Mathis joining us this morning. Come on in, Judge. And he's a real judge. He ain't just a TV judge now. And a real leader. So this fight is about centralized federal government as opposed to states' rights. That's what Gina's about. When we went in, met with the uh, U.S. prosecutor for uh, the Louisiana Western uh, 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 the Division of Louisiana, he said, well, the DA couldn't by law prosecute those young whites because they were below age. And we said, well, first of all, how could he prosecute the young blacks as adults for attempted murder? Couldn't prosecute the young whites for pulling a gun and beating up a black kid and the nooses. And they 
Hollywood does, but march around the Justice Department seven times, like Joshua. We're going to have to seven times. Just march around September, and the walls of intolerance going to come down. Because we've got to put this in a real international setting. What I mean by that? About a week and a half ago, I was down in Nassau for the International Diaspora Conference in the Bahamas. I was sitting having dinner with the premier of uh, Turks and Caicos, the prime minister of, uh, uh, of Swaziland, and the uh, president of uh, the Prime Minister of Bermuda. While I was having dinner with them, my phone rang, and uh, uh, the father of Michael Belk was on the phone telling me they had put him back in juvenile jail. The same judge that was the adult judge that wrongly convicted him and was about to sentence him until we intervened is also the juvenile judge. It's almost like the Andy Griffith show. Shame dies everything. He's the juvenile judge, adult judge, whatever. So he said, all right, y'all come here, Mars, you got me overturned on the adults, so I'm going to get them on the juvenile. But what struck me was the head of the state I was at dinner with said, how can your country come to Africa and the third world telling us go with them, not China, when they're doing this? And that's when it hit me, Hayes, we've got to keep the pressure on Washington because they're at the global table trying to negotiate stuff that our brothers and sisters around the world will be saying to them, well, 50,000 people around your Justice Department, you ain't answering, how can we trust you? That's why they want to keep us quiet and tell us marching is old school. Well, hangman news is old school, too, but they're hanging them up. These white kids learn from their forefathers. We are afraid to do ours. So we need to really, really, really mobilize so they don't think it's just some freak of nature, we put all those people in Gina, like the stars were just lined up that time, some accident, they got to know this is real, yeah. right here in Georgia, Janalo Wilson's case, all of this needs to be connected, and my last one is, that is what the civil rights part of the movement in the 60s did, is they connected Albany and the North Carolina movement and the Georgia movement, and brought it all to D.C., the March on Washington 63 was a culmination of local movements. They came together, and that's what we've got to do on the 16th and going forward. And lastly, tomorrow at 2 o'clock, we're going to open up our Southern Regional Office of National Action Network here on People Street. And it will be the Atlanta chapter office as well as the Southern Region. We want everybody to be a part of that at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, the address is on the back. All of you that are here in the Atlanta area are certainly invited to come and be our guest. We're going to be here all day. Dick Gregory is already here. He's doing the afternoon session. Uh, Obi Kendrick's already here. Uh, we have great people lined up for you all day. I'm preaching tonight, and then our national board meetings in the morning, and we're going to cut the ribbon on the office. So we're off and running. But I want everybody to leave here. Let us stand up. Marcus Coleman, who has our land at the office, stand up. Some people already have given them names that want to do buses out of Atlanta, you the different parts of the country. We need to give up. I told Freddie, Freddie Haynes and West Friendship did 21 buses to Gene. And he called home yesterday after I got Michael Bezos with him and said that we got to do more than that for Washington. We cannot stop. They, are, they, they never saw Gina coming when we announced it. <laughs> they definitely need to be shook in Washington. And we should be able to do those numbers just right there in Virginia and Washington. We want to bring them from all over the country because, again, the judge.
not been yet right. So you can't expect them to volunteer something we have not really laid at their feet. When we went and met with John Conyers and the Congressional Black Caucus and went into judiciary hearing, they're ready to move, but they need the pressure. The climate's got to come from the streets. They can't look like they're trying to lead the fight. And uh, I think Conyers did a credible job, an incredible job, really, in the hearings. But again, where's the follow-up? And our people are ready. The leaders got to catch up with the people. I'll be ready. I'm on the air every day, 40 cities a day. People are ready. Where are we going next? And you can't keep leading from behind. you got to be out front with the people. Your people are tired of this. So we need your help. Before Dr. Richardson introduces our speaker, I would like to hear some words from a brother that has really given uh, not only in image but in body. He's been there for the NAACP. He's been there for Rainbow Push. He's been there for us. And uh, he has used his celebrity to help fuel and drive movement, and he knows the law. And I think that it is a real uh, uh, testimony to his uh, leadership and his uh, use of, you know, there was a time that we could expect our leading celebrities to be connected to the movement. That has not been as often as it should be of late, but he has helped to lead that drive back uh, toward the tradition we're used to. And I think it would be appropriate if we hear some words from the one and only Judge Greg Mathis. Right. Give him a Rainbow Push, and of course a big supporter of the National Action Network. 
involved in the board meeting. That shows you the kind of commitment that the people who are associated with this movement have. And I count him as one of my dear friends, and I count him as a great voice. Uh, I'm so happy that he is a popular preacher who is grounded in the civil rights tradition. That is clearly a blessing. Because, you know, popularity today can be grounded in anything. But, yeah, pr grounded in prosperity. Popularity grounded in prosperity. But here, yeah. <laughs> Y'all heard what Greg said. The preacher, the only one to prosper. <laughs> but this brother, this brother is about... white girl 
I've been on programs with him before, and when he got through, I had to pronounce the benediction. And so I don't like uh, getting up behind him, but uh, what Judge Mathis said is on target, and that is Reverend Al Sharpton is there for us. And my thing is, since he's got our back, we got to have his back. And uh, so we thank God for him. And that is why uh, we are committed uh, to bringing as many people as possible from Dallas to D.C., uh, because it's important that we take a stand and that we be seen uh, in a powerful way saying that justice uh, must be for all uh, in these yet-to-be United States of America. Now, uh, Dr. Aubrey Hendricks is about to speak in a moment, so I basically should just introduce him. That's a bad brother right there. Uh, when you talk about theology, hermeneutics, I mean, you can't get no better than Aubrey Hendricks. He is, he are bad. So, uh, and I know that we have uh, buried the N-word, so permit me to say he's a bad N-word. So, uh, we look forward uh, to what God will do uh, through him uh, in a matter of moments. I also want to give some major props to our host pastor, uh, Pastor McMichael. This is a marvelous, marvelous ministry here. Period. 
that stuff. He gets there and he can't sleep. It's 3 a.m. He decides to go get some coffee. He goes to get some coffee at this dive there in Honolulu. And check this. He goes into this dive. And once he goes into this dive, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. Coffee looks like it comes from a dive. And all of a sudden he says some sisters uh, who work uh, that late shift, uh, they came through the door of this dive at 3 a.m. in the morning. Y'all missed that. Uh, some sisters uh, who work this shift. 
Allen, and we've all uh, better for his having come, and we're on we're on the right track now. I certainly want to thank him again for bringing that insight and energy to that text in a contemporary way. That's the gift that Freddie Haynes has can contemporize the ancient text. Advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us, Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here in cyberspace.
the Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.